The MK Mental Health Hour with Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support and MKFM. It's just gone seven o'clock on your Sunday evening. Hello, it's Leah with you for another MK Mental Health Hour tonight, talking all about money and mental health. And we continue with MK's biggest hits as well. Harry Styles on the way after Jax Jones now. The MK Mental Health Hour and MKFM. Jax Jones, Ella Henderson, this is real on MKFM. Uh, and tonight we are going to be talking all about money and mental health. Uh, we're joined in the studio by Ben, who is the director of Citizen Advice MK. And we'll chat to Ben very shortly. Uh, but as always, we're joined in the studio by John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support. Hello, John. Hello, good evening. Good Leah. evening. How are you doing? Lovely to see you very well. Thank you. Uh, so, what's been going on at Arthur Ellis? For people who haven't heard about the work that you do, give us a bit of an insight. Yeah, loads. So, the last week there's been a recent report that's come out by the council. Um, so Arthur Ellis is all about supporting children locally. So we're setting up a service for children to receive one-to-one support. And the council recently put out that there's around 4,000 kids uh, who are in need of mental health support and not accessing it. And the children that do receive support, it takes an average of 10 years. Wow. So that's recently come out last week. So it's really good for us because obviously we're now here we can help these children but we need people's help to do that an organization so companies and individuals need to get in touch with us so that we can tackle this issue head on absolutely uh, now we're going to be talking this evening about money and mental health and in the studio as i mentioned is ben thomas who is the director of citizens advice mk hello ben hello thanks for having me no it's an absolute pleasure um this is a very very busy time of year for you at citizens advice um all to do with money and the fact that credit card bills are kind of coming through after christmas right. and things like that um citizens advice do some fantastic things uh, in dealing with kind of money and mental health and this kind of uh, these kind of things but what other services do you provide at Citizens Advice? Well, in Milton Keynes, we see about uh, 8,000 people every year. Last wow. year, I think we saw um, yeah, around that number, and I think we helped solve about uh, 16, 17,000 separate problems. Uh, a lot of that is money-related. It's stuff like debt, uh, benefits, people having problems paying their rent, so therefore that can become a housing issue, sometimes threatened with homelessness you know the landlord might be trying to kick them out uh, or some of the landlords just put the rent up and they need to come and get some advice on that uh, but we help with loads of other things too like um, problems at work um, people perhaps going through uh, redundancy or you know some other sort of problem at work like disciplinary or grievance uh, consumer problems you know people mm-hmm. buying goods and services that they're not satisfied with wanting some independent advice on on what they can do uh, immigration problems family and relationships that's a massive area of work for us particularly this time of year um, and also increasingly lots of other people come in to help uh, ask us for help with things like uh, getting online you know a lot of people out there who may be not confident using a computer or a digital platform to access something like um, you know universal credit mm-hmm. um, or to uh, pay a bill online or access their bank online um, so we're doing a lot more stuff now around coaching people to develop those sorts of skills as well. Brilliant. Well, it's a great resource for us to have here in Milton Keynes. Um, and as we said, uh, one of the kind of big things that you do deal with is is money. Um, and John, we were just saying off air, you've got a stat uh, all about kind of household debt for people in Milton Keynes. Yeah, so we'll, we'll go into um, specifically Milton Keynes in a bit, but nationally, um, at the end of last year, household debt went up by around about 12%. Gosh. So 
the average household is in around four and a half thousand pounds worth of debt and that's kind of middle of the road it's the median figure so it's like the middle house that's been picked out to to demonstrate that so obviously that has a knock-on impact to people's mood how stressed they get how they deal with different situations how they react in work and a variety of things so we really want to cover how people can address these situations rather than burying our head in the sand Mm -hmm. tackle them Uh, so we're going to be going through the different steps that you can take to get on top of your finances and get back in control. Brilliant. Well, we're going to delve into that after we hear from Harry Styles now. This is Adore You on MKFM. Sounding very nice on your Sunday evening. Harry Styles and Adore You on the MK Mental Health Hour, where this evening we're talking all about money and mental health. Uh, joined in the studio by John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support and Ben Thomas, who is the director of Citizens Advice MK. Uh, so I suppose before we kind of go into the impacts that it can have on your mental health, we should have a kind of a basic understanding of what debt is. So how would you kind of um, define that? Ben? Well I guess at its most basic level it's um, spending more or having expenditure that's higher than the income that you have you know the amount of money you've got coming into your your household. Um, I think if you if you also think about it I'm sure a lot of people listening will think well I've got debt I've got a credit card I've got a mortgage Mm. you know you have financial responsibilities Um, but for us things can quickly spiral out of control the sort of sort of inquiries people bring to our door are where they've been through something that may have happened to them a life event it could be something like a bereavement or being made redundant or your partner your husband your wife you know whoever loses their job and so your your household income is reduced you know it's cut in half Um, any of those kind of shocks major kind of life shocks financial shocks can quickly sort of blow you off course you might have been paying your mortgage and your or your rent or your credit card bills you know religiously for months and months and months and never missed a payment Uh, and it can sometimes just be one change in your life that that suddenly throws you off course and it doesn't take very long there's a kind of old saying amongst lots of advice agencies particularly um, places like Citizens Advice or law centres, that most people are usually about two paychecks away yes. um, from some kind of... Is that it? Um, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, because it's getting harder to save, you know. Uh, there's a lot of stuff uh, out there in the news recently about, you know, how how much more difficult people are finding it to save and to put money away. Because there's also other things to look at, like the rising cost of living. You know, energy bills are going up. Um, train fares are going up. Um, you know, if you run a car, it's it's not cheap. Yeah. Um, and people need all those sorts of things. If you need a car to get to work, you need a car. Um, not everyone can walk to work or, or you know, or get a cheap bus ticket. So um, balanced against the kind of cost of living issues that are out there, if you've got all that day-to-day expenditure and then, yeah, you know, your household income's cut in half because someone loses their job, you've got to try and make a very small amount of money go a lot, lot further. If you've got children, you've got to make it go even further. So I think that's where people feel that pressure and that's usually where we meet them on their kind of journey uh, through trying to resolve financial problems. I had had a situation this week which isn't anything related to bereavement or anything that that severe, but just as an example while you were talking, on uh, on Wednesday, my tyre blew. Mm -hmm. And might think oh yeah um 
it's just a tire or you know yeah. whatever but while i was pumping it up my foot pump broke oh no so <laughs> then it was kind of yeah it's turned from a slow puncher into yeah. now i've got to go buy a foot pump yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden and, and i'm late for work so yeah. obviously i'm not going to work we're not you know i'm not contributing to to work um i'm going to be late in so all of a sudden it's become a 70 80 quid day yeah out of nowhere yeah and <clears throat> that's just a very very small event but if it's something much larger like a yeah. relationship issue or a partner that's lost their job or redundancy that has a massive impact and sometimes you know there are just unexpected pieces of expenditure so you're quite right it doesn't have to be a major life event you you know if you're a family of four and your fridge freezer breaks down can't be repaired yeah. or the, the warranty things expired on it you know it's not cost effective to get it repaired you've got to buy a new one you haven't got any spare cash at the end of the month to do that what do you do well maybe you just stick it on a credit card mm. or you take out a payday loan or you borrow money even off a family member or something but the minute you do that of course you're sort of in someone else's pocket then yeah and and that's the pressure that people feel that kind of well i wasn't expecting that to happen oh and i've got to spend you know 500 quid on this Oh, I'll just borrow the money and worry about about it later. Yeah. It, it's the easiest thing in the world to do, mm. and and we totally understand why people are in that position because it's 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 you know it's it's not cheap to live in the UK. No, and I think you kind of get into the routine, like you say, where you're paying your bills, you're kind of everything's fine, and then all of a sudden your tire blows and your foot yeah. pump goes, yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden you've got all of these expenses, and it's just one of those things that it always seems to happen at once. There yeah. always seems to be everything yeah. breaks yeah. at one time, and you can see how easily people can kind of fall by the wayside yeah. with it. And from a mental health perspective, if that if all of that's being bottled up yes. and all of that stress that you're having to carry at work and mm. um, if you're burying your head in the sand about it and not speaking to people you can start experiencing different things and then that's quite we're going to go through some some ways that we can maybe identify if someone isn't speaking out um, so that we might be able to spot it from an external point of view well that's exactly thank you for doing it John that's a nice little segue that's exactly <laughs> what we're going to be talking about after Kung's and cooking on three burners this girl which is on the way for you next the MK Mental Health Hour with 123 Internet Group. MKFM. Kungs and cooking on three burners, this girl on MKFM. Hello, it's Leah with you for another MK Mental Health Hour. Tonight, talking all about money and mental health with John from Arthur Ellis Mental Health Support and Ben, who is the Director of Citizen Advice MK. Uh, now, we've already established what debt is and uh, kind of some of the life events that can affect uh, that debt. But how might we identify if you're in trouble, John? Yeah, well, just like any issue related to mental health there are the the typical signs that you can pick up on um but then there are more specific ones related to um debt and if that's having an impact on mental health so some of the more typical ones that we can see are that people might be starting to avoid social situations right so they might be beginning to isolate themselves not wanting to go to the pub or go on cinema trips because all of these things cost money so if there are things that you're doing that um, is beginning to isolate yourself that might be a sign for yourself but also if you have friends that might be avoiding these situations because of money um, or they can't afford to come then that might be a sign for people people might also begin to be quite indecisive a little bit apathetic not mm. really being motivated to do to do an awful lot so that could be picked up on at work um, so if these things go hand in hand then it could start being a little bit of an identifying sign that someone is experiencing some some issues with debt um, sleep is also a massive one. 
obviously with with money and worries um we know that worries has an impact to sleep yeah and i think that that's something that citizens advice has really seen that sleep yeah. has been a massive one that is this is uh, impacted you're right i mean there's, there's some really interesting um statistics if you look at our website um www.citizensadvice.org.uk um I mean, it's a public access website. People look at it all times of the day. But the most commonly um, viewed pages and articles on that website um, are at 2 in the morning, uh, right. 2 a.m., are about debt or relationship breakdown. So it's playing on your mind. You're, you're yeah, awake. Yeah. It's, it's you're churning this stuff over and over and over. It's like the washing machine kind of going around in your head. And people are clicking on this information. They're reading it, you know, in the small hours of the morning. Um, looking for some sort of indication about how they can how they can take this forward and try and solve the problem um, and then obviously if sleep's being impacted then the apathy yeah. and the motivation and all of the other stuff doesn't necessarily improve it it's does, just yeah. adding to it and it becomes this cycle so that's the importance really of what, what you guys do and I think what John's saying about people kind of withdrawing from different situations I yes. think there are other symptoms of that too I mean a, a common thing that we see um, is people who are in quite significant financial trouble, they'll come to our walk-in centre in, in Central MK or to one of our 12 outreaches across the city, uh, sometimes with a, a carrier bag full of unopened letters right. from their bank, their building society, their credit card company. Um, and, you know, sometimes the bigger the organisation, you know, a mortgage lender, a bank or whatever, you know, that organisation has, has got millions of pounds it's got lots of resources it, it's continuously churning out letters to its customers mm. reminders red letters yes. and those things stack up and people just sometimes get to the point where they just can't open them anymore because it's, it's soul destroying it's a it's a terrible mm. situation to have those reminders on your doormat every day of of how how your situation is and how it's how it's getting worse um, so, so that's very difficult for people not opening letters is a way of sort of putting your head in the sand around it yeah it is oh, yeah absolutely so if someone has got a friend or a family member you go around their house and you can see just yeah. stacks of letters up then that might be a sign it might be an indicator yeah 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 so there are also some other some other stuff that we talked about before the show mm. um was also around um putting off calling these companies yeah so sort of I'll the I'll do it tomorrow or yeah. I'll do it when I get around to it kind yeah. of view on things. I think people are nervous. I mean a lot of people that we see who have a debt problem just coming to see us for help. I mean we're a charity. Most of the people that um you know come through our doors don't always recognize that they think we're a government service. We're not. We're a charity just like Will and Hospice or Domestic Violence Service or Mind or any of the other great charities that are out there. Um and so they'll talk to a volunteer, someone who's not going to sit and judge them. Mm. Um, but still, for most people, plucking up the courage to come in and talk to someone that they don't know and say, look, I've not made the greatest decisions when it comes to money yeah. um, is, a, is a big deal. Um, so often we can call um, people's creditors, you know, the people they're money to on their behalf. If they're really nervous or afraid of doing that themselves, we can try and give them a helping hand to, to, 
start that process of communication well that is the really important part about tonight's show is that there is support out there and there isn't you don't need to have that kind of nervous fearful feeling right. uh, there is some great uh, kind of advice that we will delve into after Steph London now in French Montana it's hurting me on MKFM Steph London French Montana hurting me on MKFM this mental health hour talking all about money and mental health um, now we are here to provide some some advice if you've kind of identified that you might be in a bit of trouble with debts or you can recognize that in somebody else um, and there is some kind of day-to-day kind of money advice that we can give to people aren't there John there are a few steps that people can take yeah absolutely and it, I, I know that it will be difficult especially if you're feeling quite apathetic you're feeling unmotivated you might just think oh it's all just got too big yeah I can't face this um, but the, the very first thing really um, for people to do is to speak to someone about it to say that you're in a bit of a situation you might not even know what the situation is you might not know what your finances are like you just know that they aren't good um but just to speak to somebody about it, it you and might that could be anybody it, it could be, be anybody it could be a friend family member who might be able to sit down and begin to help you um get an understanding of what's going on but then also um there are things that you can do yourself if you do have the motivation you do want to get in control and have a look at all of this there are certain certain things that you can start to do yourself or you could do with a family member or friend that can help you feel a little bit more on top of it and one of the things that we've talked about ben is just prioritizing and just simply just getting together what you actually owe who to and and how to prioritize that that's right. I think a lot of people sometimes um, get confused with, uh, you know, particularly if they've got multiple debts, you know, they might have four or five different amounts of money that they owe various different people, different mm. lenders. It could be the bank, credit card company, a catalogue, um, but they may also owe um, some money on their rent to the landlord or council tax. In fact, um, clients that we see within our service who declare a mental health issue um, are twice as likely to have council tax arrears than, than other clients using the right. service. Mm. Um, and something that we, we, we notice is that people look at the amounts when it comes to their debts. So they'll see a, a credit card bill for maybe a thousand or a couple of thousand pounds, but they'll also have council tax arrears that may only be just a few hundred pounds. They will assume, and it's a, it's a very innocent and common assumption to make you kind of would wouldn't you? yeah you would you think well that's more money than the council tax so that must be more important actually it's not when it comes to prioritizing some of your debts it's about looking at the potential consequences of those debts and the longer that they go on and addressed what sort of um uh, impact that they will have on on your life so of course things with like uh, rent arrears if you've not been paying your rent at some point you could get evicted yeah not been paying your mortgage your house could be repossessed. Uh, not paying your council tax, you could go to court. I mean, in a very, very small number of cases, um, you know, it's not very common now, but people people can be imprisoned for not paying their council tax. Mm. Um, and, and going to court is a stressful thing, Definitely. you know, and, and going going to court about, you know, um, your landlord, try, you know, if your landlord's trying to evict you, that's a stressful thing to go through. If you're already suffering uh, from mental ill health you you don't need another event like that to exacerbate the problem um so often it's it's about coming in and speaking to someone as john said mm. whether that's us or that's family member to look also at prioritizing because credit debts are what we would in sort of advice terms regard as secondary debts 
they don't have the same sets of consequences as not paying your rent and not paying your council tax or not paying your mortgage. So in this situation, it's really important to take the time to sit yeah. down with somebody and yeah. actually understand yeah. what debts you've got right. and how important they are and prioritise them. Bearing yeah. in mind back to when we were talking about the different identifying signs, these letters might not have been opened for years. Yes. Yes. So they might not have a clue what is owed, what if, if there's been APRs built into it as That's well, right. what the actual figure is. So it's about really sitting down, going through statements, going through what agreements you have with companies yeah. that you might have forgot about that just go out every month and really understanding what it is. Because there might be, subs- I've had subscriptions before That's right. that go out and I haven't known or used it or, or right. needed it or anything and it's just still going. Gym gym memberships are a yeah. common one. People people will take them out, then they'll stop going or they'll join another gym that's cheaper and they'll still have the old membership and not have cancelled it. And yeah. then the next minute they're getting a, a demand for a for an, for an amount of money. I think the, the other important thing for me just to say is that um, when it comes to helping people prioritise um, their debts and their financial um, circumstances. One of the things that, that all of our staff and our volunteers are trained to do who work in debt advice is to draw up a financial statement for anybody that comes to us for that level of support. The financial statement is effectively your budget. It's what we use to help you prove to a creditor that you can't afford to pay them, you know, meet the repayments. So right. if, if your credit card company wants you to pay them about £50 a week and, you, and you're sitting there with us and we've worked out that you can only afford 25 or 15 this document, the financial statement, is what proves you cannot pay the repayment they want, but you can make an offer that right. might be lower than the amount they so want. So it backs you up. That's right. Yeah. And in some cases, people we see that are in a negative, you know, they're in a, they're in a, they don't have a disposable income at the end of the mm. month. Um, so sometimes what we have to make is a token offer, yeah. which might just be a pound. Yeah. But but that's better than doing something. It's saying I acknowledge I have this financial obligation hmm. but i'm not currently in a position to pay you a more important you want me to. willingness to do something willingness. about yes yeah. exactly yeah. exactly and as much as it could be a very daunting task to even open up all those oh, letters yeah. and to kind of understand what you owe and to prioritize it uh, you have to kind of start somewhere and that kind of financial statement that uh, citizens advice can provide is is really really helpful and there are some uh, other things that you can do uh, to get help before a crisis and we're going to go into those after ed Sheeran, and galway girl which next the mk mental health hour with one two three internet group mkfm We're all loving that in the studio, doing a bit of a jig. Ed Sheeran and Galway Girl on MKFM. This is the MK Mental Health Hour for your Sunday evening. Uh, tonight, we're talking all about money and mental health. We've kind of identified what debt is and how it might kind of affect you as a person. We've had some kind of day-to-day money advice. Um, and one of the things that we've said um, is definitely to speak to somebody about it and get some help, whether that's going to um, see citizens' advice um, in Milton Keynes or whether just to speak to somebody, a colleague, a friend, um, whoever it is that you feel that you can reach out to and one of the main things that was said is to prioritize your debt so once you've prioritized it john uh, where do you go from there what do you do next yeah so really prioritizing by having a look at what's going to have the most impact so are you potentially going to lose your house if you do not uh, or, or lose where you live um if you do not pay this bill um could you potentially go to court or even worse? And once you've got that um, priority list of different things and the organizations that are responsible for those, so it could be a TV provider, 
um, a TV service. I don't know how, how to say it without mentioning any specifics, but TV service. Yeah, um, we know what you mean. <laughs> it could be different subscriptions that you might have completely forgotten about. So there are a variety of things that you can do as a result of that. If they're not priority, Ben, what would you say if, if they aren't priority without being too brutal? Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think, you know, um, even people that don't have really serious um, financial problems that come to see us sometimes may just want some help with budgeting, um, you know, trying to perhaps uh, rebalance some parts of their household budget and look at what they're spending their money on. And we try really, really hard to obviously understand people's uh, household circumstances. So, uh, you know, if you've got a couple of kids at home, um, you might need all the children's channels on your television cable yeah. package. Um, or you might, um, you know, if you're a smoker, it, it's really easy for someone to just say, well, give up smoking them. But that's that's not it's not as simple as that. No. Um, so we've got to understand that there are things people enjoy doing or p- things that people have as part of their sort of leisure and home life that that there may be an opportunity to make some savings. But, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to eradicate them completely. So it isn't a case of being that brutal to say just cancel everything that no, isn't a priority? No, not always. I mean, sometimes it can be looking at things like your um, TV and broadband packages, like we've discussed, or it can be looking at your energy uh, bills. I mean, energy bills generally are quite high in the UK, but there are lots of good websites out there Um you know, moneysavingexpert.com, you switch that can help you look at um, making some comparisons and maybe saving some money. Mm. Um, sometimes that can take a bit of patience to sit and look at what you're spending. But I mean, I did mine um, two years ago when we we, we had a, a little campaign of doing it uh, in the office where we were delivering that service to clients. And one day I picked up one of our own leaflets and just thought, oh, I might do it for myself. Yeah, I saved about 300 quid. It's on, amazing, on actually. Yeah. And even just making one phone call and you can completely slash That's your bills right. in half. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, that kind of thing, too, is, is if people don't feel confident enough to do it themselves, mm. we can certainly help walk them through it. But you can also, I have I know I've phoned up services that I've been using and they want to retain you as a customer. Yes. So it might be a case that if you don't, not necessarily, I don't know whether threaten is the right word, but if you suggest that you might cancel or might leave, yes. then all of a sudden there could be all of these incredible yeah. deals that come out the woodwork uh, to get the cost down while still retaining that service. I think as consumers, um, often there can sort of seem, to, seem to be very little benefit sometimes uh, for being a loyal customer. Yes. And sometimes it is just about having a, you know, a, a frank but yeah, yeah. polite conversation with your provider to say, well, actually, I've been a customer of yours for you know five years now what mm. can you do for me yeah. surely there's a better tariff or deal that i can i can go and you can help uh, people with that yeah Systems if they're not advice, confident we can, can help, help people. people with that yeah and if you are diagnosed with a mental health condition um you you say to tell companies that you're with and they can put you on some kind of priority register as well there are companies have got a lot better now at uh, trying to look after customers who are vulnerable and of course uh, people with mental health problems would, would fall into that category um lots of companies will have now um, registers for vulnerable customers in which case a customer might disclose something about a mental health condition yeah, yeah. Um, there are some pretty um, formal rules now um, about um, lenders lending money to people who have um, mental health problems um, because in the past there have been cases where people who've gone through perhaps like a manic, manic depressive episode have taken out a lot of credit um, at a time when they, they then 
they recover and they're well again and they don't even recall doing it so and things things like this are so easy to do just online so yeah it's not there aren't the provisions in the place but now with certain balances, things no. there are um and as well from being put on a priority list if you know that something's going to be having an impact on you so the things that unexpected things that we mentioned at the beginning of the show mm. like a bereavement or like uh, a redundancy that you know is going to have a knock-on effect to your mental health mm. or a knock-on effect to your finances you can phone be frank about the situation and see if they might have uh, a situation where they can put in payment holidays okay so you can have a few months break and i know that some banks yeah. have now actually formalized they this do. in an agreement um there are other utilities companies that allow you that breathing space so that you mm -hmm. can deal with things get on top of things and then start addressing things and one of the other um, kind of life events, the unexpected life events that we mentioned at the beginning of the show um, was bereavement. And there is something called Tell Us Once. Yes, that's right. So um, we, we quite often see a lot of clients that will come into the bureau and say that they've, um, they've suffered a bereavement and it may be a, a partner, spouse, parent that's passed away. And of course, for the family and the relatives that are left behind in a situation like that, it is incredible incredibly difficult to have to keep um, telling people and going story. through the yeah. story every single time. So the government did set up something called the Tell Us Once service, which um, if, if you have a, a, a family member, friend, partner who had been claiming any kind of benefits, you can ring the Tell Us Once number, speak to them, and they will then make contacts with other departments like pensions, Department of um, Working Pensions Job Centre to make sure that someone hasn't got to sit and make eight or nine separate phone calls to Brilliant. all sorts of different agencies. Everyone knows through Everybody one call. Everybody knows through one call. That's very, very clever. Really great. And um, so it does show that the companies are doing more yeah. um, and there is support out there. Well, we're going to be doing a bit of a run through um, of some of those fantastic tips we shared with you this evening after Coldplay and Beyonce are now. This is Him for the Weekend on MKFM. Coldplay and Beyonce, Him for the Weekend on MKFM. So the MK Mental Health Hour this evening talking all about money and mental health. So many fantastic tips, John. Just give a, a quick recap of what we've discussed this evening. Yeah, absolutely. So out of this, the, the main things really are to get a grip of your statements, understand what your priorities are in terms of what you owe, what debts you owe to different companies. And then you can speak to those companies, whether it's cancelling things, getting the cost down of them or letting them know that you're in a bit of a situation um, and you need to either look at getting onto a priority register if you've got a mental health condition uh, or looking at payment holidays to ease off that strain on yourself. Um, and then obviously as well going to Citizens Advice who can help you with all of these different things. Exactly. So there is going to be an expert guide uh, over on your website, John. Just remind us of what that is. Yep. So the guide is on www arthurellismhs.com and of course Citizens Advice MK uh, Ben available for so many fantastic things if you want to find out more details about that how can they do that they can go to our uh, main website which is uh, www.citizensadvice.org.uk and there's details there of uh, our local phone number in Milton Keynes uh, that you can contact us on in the opening hours for that and also the uh, opening times of our drop-in and all of our outreach services across MK brilliant well thank you both so much for this evening thank you and thank you. Uh, we'll see you at the same time next week for see another MK week. Mental Health Hour the MK Mental Health Hour and MKFM